Hi, welcome to the day one coverage of Sumo Manichi. It's Aki Basho. We've all waited a long time. Sumo's back and we are thrilled about it. Thanks to everyone who joined us on our Twitch stream today. We were live commentating Jurio. Boy, that was a good time. It was so much fun. There's something about Jurio. It has its own magic. The guys are fantastic and we love talking about it. And the chat is fantastic. We, it's just so great to have you all there. We are blessed with a very cool crew of people to help us through Jurio. And you're right. There is something about Jurio. It's kind of like the way, like I've grown up loving indie music. I love the people who aren't so successful, yeah. but are on their way or coming back down. There's something really, really attractive about it. Jurio is looking really, really interesting. This yeah, it's though. hotting up. I mean, those guys like Bouchozan, Kaisho. Oh, oh. You've got Mitoriu, who you are still very angry about him not being promoted <laughs> totally. to Bakuichi. Aqua, Abi. Oh, so much It's a hot on. house. It is a hot house. In Jurio. If you want to join us next Sunday, we'll be doing it again. We do it the three Sundays of the Basho. Then just look up Sumo Manichi on Twitch and follow us and then you'll get a little, little notification when we go live. I never thought I'd Twitch stream. Yeah, well, it's funny because we're both we both play games. We've both played video games a lot yeah, <laughs> for but, a lot of our lives. But you you have a Twitch account, like you kind of do all that side of things for Sumo yeah. Manichi. Yeah. Whereas I logged in, I made an account. I'm like, now what? Yeah. <laughs> what happens now? And then it's sending me all these notifications, going, get more bits. I'm like, what's a bit? <laughs> There's just so much going on. I'm just concentrating on getting the message of Jurio out there to the people. Twitch is super fun. I like it, actually. Yeah, I like how it kind of gamifies, like, the actual process of streaming. Yeah. It's like you got 10 followers. Here's two bits. I know, and I still don't know like, what a bit achievement? is. Achievement? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. So good. But thank you for the people who joined us today on the first one. You've got in on the ground floor and we're going up. Totally. Well, let's talk about Jurio actually, because um, we can't just totally miss it out of the podcast. We'll just focus on a couple of highlight bouts for day one. And the aforementioned, Oho, he came up against Bushozan. Bushozan, he's just so chunky. He's so low and wide. He shoved Oho to the edge and out. Yeah, I think we were hoping for something a little more from this one, but uh, great to see uh, Bushozan stamping his authority on this. Another big bout today was Abi against Kayshaw. Of course, Kayshaw did really well back in July. Abi trying to return to Makuchi. Looked like Abi had stayed in this one. Uh, Kaisho was coming at him. Abi pulled, uh, stepped back over the bales, but it looked very, very clear that Kaisho had hit the ground first. We saw the replay. And that was clear. Well, they called him Monoe, and we thought it was because of the the pirouetting by Abi on the Tawara. So we were eyes trained to the feet as you <laughs> often so are in a Monoe. When will we learn? I know, so constrained yeah. Yeah. and boring, just always eyes on the feet. But it turned out to be a hair pull. So they reversed the decision first. It uh, it came through on the microphone very softly, and we were like, what's happened? What's happened? But it was a Hansoku, a, a legal uh, hair pull by Arby. This one didn't look clear to me. Yeah. Well, you definitely saw a fist being formed, but I maintain my position that the fingers didn't go inside the hair. It was a fist on the back of the neck. Yeah. I think they're really on the lookout for yeah. the hair pull at the moment. We've, we've seen it quite often recently, like way more than when we first started watching sumo. Their, their eyes are on the hair. Our eyes are on the feet still. We're 
like years behind. All right, this basho, every mono e, I'm looking at the hair. Only first, looking at the hair. Feet second. Then we're like, why is why is this being reversed? There's no hair pull, and then all of a sudden we got to look at the feet again. <laughs> it's hard work. Yeah. Well, a disappointing result there for Abi. The final bout of Jurio was a bit of a spectacle. We had Aqua against Daimami. Aqua pulled off a very, very spectacular kakenage. Yeah, the hooking inner thigh throw. So it was the first throw from a sekitori, an akibasho. We just had a, some push-outs and some harakikomis before that, a bit boring. But yeah, the first throw, great work from him at Jurio 1. He hooked his leg around Daimami. And threw him down with the belt. Oh, this isn't sumo I've seen from Akua before, but can I say I think it suited him perfectly. Yeah, well, he didn't quite get back up to Makuichi last time and he's got his eyes on it this time. And he hasn't even had a car crash yet. Yes, that's right. So great can only get for... better from here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, let's move on to Makuchi. The first bout of Makuchi Akibasho 2021 was Maegashira 17 Chianakuni up against Jurio visitor Mitoriu who we said before had won the previous Jurio Yusho. Chinakuni took it to Mitori, though he pushed and thrust. He really controlled the tempo of this bout. Chinakuni, he was under a bit of pressure as Mitori came back to him, but he gave ground very cleverly here. He stabilised on the bales before powering uh, Mitori back across the doyo and over the bales, a solid Oshidashi performance from Chianakuni. Yeah, you were whooping with happiness. Yeah, I, I was feeling a lot of pressure here. I think at Maegashira 17, Chianakuni, he's up against it. He was, and he bided his time really well here. As you said, there was pressure applied by Mitori, but Chianakuni darted around, pushed forward for the win, and he was pretty pumped about it too. He gave a little yes. Yeah, you said that you saw him do a little fist yeah, pump little, after little it. a little fist. I couldn't work. see because my eyes were full of salt water. Aww. And I don't know where that came from, but I couldn't see the screen. That's one win for Chionakuni. Mitoriu, he'll have to go back to Jurio and uh, <laughs> try a little bit harder there. Chiamaru came up next. Mr. Sumo at Maegashira 16 against Tokoshoryu, a couple of experienced fellows here. But Chiamaru, he got all around Tokoshoryu's ample middle. Literally, he raised his arms up and threw him down. It's a big W for Mr. Sumo on day one. Yeah, I I thought Tokashori's footwork just let him down today. Mm. Uh, didn't look stable out there, but a great win for Mr. Sumo. The rikishi that we're going to try to keep an eye on this time. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we, he has not slipped out of our consciousness, I promise. We've taken him for granted. We have. And we need to stop that. That's what we've That's done, it. actually. It's our problem. We've taken the joy of Mr. Sumo and we've just assumed it would always be there in our lives. Okay, we've got to stop this right now. No, we're bringing it back. Thank you. The great. joy. He won on day one. Fantastic. <laughs> Next bout of the day, Ichi Yamamoto up against Chiono or two Rikishi on the rise. But this one was all Ichi Yamamoto. He immediately put Chiono or on the back foot, drove him back to the bales. Chiono showed incredible fight here to stay in this, but you really saw the long arms of Ichi Yamamoto <laughs> work here, kept Chiono off the belt. Uh, attacked again and the thrusts started connecting now. Chiano or he was on the back foot. It looked like this one was over, but again, Chiano or found a way to keep this going for a few more seconds. Look, Ichiyamamoto picked up the Yoshidashi win here, but Chiano or um, I admire his fight here. Yeah, I actually think this was really messy sumo from Ichiyamamoto. I think he, he got through it. But I think he'd like to tidy that up. He's at his highest rank. It was day one. He was nervous. It was Chiano or who he's yeah. lost to. You know, times, times in the past, he's yep. fought him uh, in Jurio and, and now here. And 
He he did all right. He spun Chianoa around, but yeah, Chianoa almost almost came back and and got the win. But it's Ichi Yamamoto at Maegashira 15 picking up the win on day one. Kaisei next against Yutakiyama. I'm just so firmly back on the Yutakiyama train. Well, you were never off the Yutakiyama train. No, I'm never train. off it. Well, thanks for appreciating that. Come on. Because I feel like I haven't given him the support over time that well, I think I should have. What I will say is that you pulled back your support when he needed a wake-up call. Oh, okay. You can't just keep giving it. Yeah. Giving and giving. Yeah, you have to make him understand that he needs to to put into. It's a two-way street. Yeah, to yeah. put back. Yeah. Mm. Well, he absolutely assaulted the neck and throat of poor old Kaisei. He crumbled Kaisei down onto the ground, which is no mean feat for uh, that big guy. He's got a bandaged right arm, Yutakiyama, but uh, a firm resolve. This was clinical yeah. from Yutakiyama today. I saw something. I saw a glint in the eye from him today. He just looked so, so good against Kaisei. This didn't really seem fair. A great way for him to start this basho against Kaisei. 1-0, Yutakiyama. The next bout was a Kagiyaki up against Tsurugisho. Tsurugisho, he hit Kagiyaki here with the Hakaho special out of the touch. Yeah, went the... for the face slap. It resounded know. through with the new um, echoey sound <laughs> <laughs> through the stadium. This is not like him. No, it was a surprise from him, actually. I don't know, maybe he's been watching some tapes and thought, oh, I can try the slap. <laughs> Give it a go, it's day one. We're maybe he doesn't optimistic. like Kagiyaki, I don't know. Well, he, he did move in to the Gishore. Um, after that, he got a solid hold on the Sagari. Yes, the, only the Sagari. Which is the dangly part on the front of the belt. He's holding them up high. He was holding it like it was going to do something. <laughs> <laughs> he had a very, very solid grip. Doesn't he know how easily they come off? Well, it turns out couldn't do much with it. Kagiyaki responded well here. He pulled hard on Tsurugisho and sent him crashing to the ground. I didn't mind the Hikiotoshi win from Kagiyaki after the face slap from Tsurugisho. It was a bit of... Uh, retribution. And I guess you are, you, you are blindly going out there to grab onto something. Yeah. Your arms are flailing a bit. But, but I guess when you grab onto something and you're like, mm, it feels like four hard sticks. <laughs> I should let go. I should let go. It was almost like he was anchoring himself with it. Yeah. But it didn't work. And Kagiyaki picks up the win. Tochinoshin came up next against Koto Echo. This was uh, quite a bout to uh, to look forward to. I thought they both got on the belt straight away. An interesting ploy. Looked like Tochinoshin had it all wrapped up. That's his wheeled ha- his wheelhouse. You just give me. Looked like Tochinoshin had it all wrapped up. That's his wheelhouse. Koto Echo though he fought back. He actually turned this into a bit of a battle. It was a back and forth. He kept his body strong. Koto Echo he's got like huge muscles. So he put them to use. He stayed on the belt, but it was Tochinoshin who dragged Kodoeko down Uadadashinage when he tried to do a bit of a grip flip. What a high quality bout from Magashira 12 and Magashira 11. Um, you're exactly right. Kodoeko turned this into an event. It was good to see him find some form. I mean, he's back in his position now. And even though he lost, at least he was putting up a fight. Exactly. And it was really encouraging to see Tochinoshin fight and win in a style that's n- not his uh, comfort zone. The belt. Well, no, I, I, I don't. Being taken on, I don't on think, the belt. I don't think Tochinoshin really got settled here. Mm. His feet were all over the place, but he, he was mobile. He mm-hmm. looked really good. Uh, high quality bout. I think this bodes well for both of these. Rikishi, Tochinoshin, 1-0. Kodoeko, 0-1. Endo up next against Myogiryu. Myogiryu, he defended well against Endo's opening attack, uh, stopped 
Endo getting on the belt and he moved Endo back to the bales. Endo, he fought hard here. He's very, very good in a defensive stance and he managed to move them back to the middle. But when they got there, Endo just didn't have his feet under him. He was off balance and Miyogiryu in the end was able to slap him down, Hataki Komi. Yeah, you're right. Endo was on the defense here. They were both very active. And I thought Miyogiryu just put in too much work on the face and and Endo couldn't maintain that defence. He got off balance and, and yeah, went down, got slapped down, Hataki Komi. We were really looking forward to this bout to see what Endo would do after this this massive drop, after pulling out this drop down to Magashira 11. He'll be looking for more definitely after day one. Absolutely. It's very, very early days. It is. Miyogiryu with the win. Chiyotaru was up next against Hidna Umi. Now, Chiyotaru... One thing we've loved about him, the sideburns. Number two, well, he kind of got rid of the sideburns, didn't he? So that's already getting rid of one great thing. But they came back. They came back. Number two, the pink mawashi. Mm. Now he's gone with a dark green unbecoming, I would say. Well, I mean, it's about understanding what your brand is. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, he looks like everyone else out there now. I know there's so many dark greens. We were talking about it on the the Jurio commentary today, that there's a lot of uh, shades of green. There's a lot of shades of blue. But I think the green in particular, the dark green is. Yeah. It's not great. Well, I mean, are you trying to camouflage yourself in jungle warfare? (laughs) Because they're the tones they're going for. I love the pink so much, but he's done it. Although he's got the same... Powerful touch yard, which he pulled out today. Maybe he's fueled by the power of jungle green. He slammed into Hidden Umi and he bounced him straight out. Yes, he did. This was over an instant. The replay showed uh, Chiyotaru gouging the left eye of Hidden Umi. Uh-huh. And I don't know if you noticed, but Hidden Umi clutched at that eye straight after this one. So I think he got a finger in the eye and it just threw him off. So yep. look, uh, it, there was no... Uh, ill intent from Chiyotaru. I think this was just a bit of bad luck. Uh, but in the end, Chiyotaru picks up that win. Hinumi, zero and one. The next bout was Aoyama up against Tobizaru. Aoyama contained the enthusiasm from Tobizaru out of the touchy eye. But Tobizaru, I was looking at a different ricochet here. He looked determined. He found a very beautiful right-hand grip on the belt of Aoyama, and he patiently shifted Aoyama back and over the bales. I can't believe I'm saying this, but this is mature sumo from Tobizaru. I thought it was too. I thought it was very different. He took Aoyama head on, and I guess about Tobizaru, you can't say, apart from that really weird Hakaho match, <laughs> you can't say that he's afraid of his opponents, but before he's come out with, you know, the windmill and the darting around and up against a really tough first day matchup, Absolutely. Aoyama, he went arm to arm, he went body to body and he actually looked, for me, more physical than Aoyama. Yeah. And I thought it was really impressive. Well, on this podcast before, we've posed the question many times, how does Tobizaru win? And today he showed us, well, you get in close and you go on the belt against the big guy. That's right. And I have had, an answer to that question. He had Aoyama in an absolute flap. He really, really did. You so, could see it on Aoyama's face. He was like, I can't do anything from here. It's got me. He looked yeah. surprised that he was in that position. Absolutely. You would not be expecting it. Great sumo from Tobizaru. Yeah. Hopefully he can can continue this. Aoyama, zero and He's one. He's fueled by the power of karaoke, <laughs> even though it was oh, yeah. kind of bad. <laughs> 
Okanumi was up next against Teretsuyoshi. Okanumi sporting a new colour as well. This time he's made an improvement. It's a bright blue mawashi. And he went straight in over the top of Teretsuyoshi, straight over the top of his body, held him in a super awkward position. And I feel like he was whispering in his ear that he might be a bit self-inflated from all the Isagahama Bayer goings on. And he was like, I'm going to dominate you. And he did. He got him to the edge of the doyo and uh, pushed him out. Well, it's interesting. I saw it from a slightly different perspective. Mm -hmm. I think Teretsuyoshi got Okunumi into a hold that is usually advantageous for a smaller ricochet. Well, he did. He went underneath. That's exactly. right. Exactly. I made it sound like Okunumi went over yeah. the top, but it was Teretsuyoshi who went underneath. And, and we've seen Ishiro, we've seen Enho, uh, other smaller ricochet yeah. have success with this hold. I was just really impressed with the way Okunumi handled mm-hmm. it. Um, he knew he had to get on top of him and move him out quickly. And he didn't let Teretsuyoshi get his feet so he could try some kind of move from there. So I thought this was a great attempt by Teretsuyoshi, but Okunumi just too good. Yeah, he was he was a little bit mad. at. We said he was mad about being down lower before, but now he's still mad about being at Magashira 8 and he wants to rise up as quickly as he can. Shimano Umi up next against Onosho. Onosho's touchy eye was so crisp here, moved quickly under the Shimano Umi's attacks. Onosho stayed balanced and he just moved forward so beautifully, shoved Shimano Umi over the bales. This is a great start for him. Yeah, real bulldozer energies from Onosho, old style. He uh, started it off with a slap, finished it off with a comprehensive victory, I thought. We were both kind of keen for this. Sorry, Shimano Umi. Well, yeah, I mean, we've been on the roller coaster with Onosho. Yeah, yeah. A good win on day one. He's 1 0, Shimano Umi 0 and 1. And Ura came up next against Takara Fuji, a hard first day matchup. Ura from his traditional spot way back. He jumped to his left at the touchy eye. Takara Fuji, he didn't care. He just locked up. Both of them stayed in this position for quite a while with the arms on each other's shoulders. Ura initiated after a while, but Takarafuji, it felt like to me he'd done this a thousand times. He knew what to do. He steadied with his powerful, massive thighs and he drove back uh, back towards Ura and pushed him out. Oshidashi. I, yeah, exactly. I thought this was a fascinating uh, affair here. Takarafuji just knew what to do. We, we, while we were watching this, when Takara Fuji had Ura locked up, we're like, well, he knows what to do here. As you said, he's so familiar with being in this position. All he needed to do was to get Ura close. He got him there. He manufactured a win. I think it was compounded too that it wasn't a position that Ura wanted to be in. It's not ideal for him. This loss for Ura meant that every secretary member of Kisebea lost today. So it was Churanomi Tokushori, Hidnumi, Shimanumi, and Ura. And if you even want to go down to Makushita, Jokoryu lost as oh, well. Geez. So not a great day for that stable. They were really looking for that final bout for Ura to pull off something. It's but a lot Takara of pressure. Fuji, yeah. No deal. Well, tell the boys to stay up late because Dad's getting home and he's going to look you straight in the eye. Takara Fuji, one and zero. Ura, zero and one. The next bout was Chiyoshoma up against Daesho. Now, look. Chishoma, he did get a solid slap onto Daesho's face out of the touchy eye, but this was one-way traffic. This was all Daesho. He pushed and shoved Chishoma around the doyo in what can only be described as a high-octane affair. I love seeing Daesho go at this pace. He 
didn't give Chiyoshima any room to move and finished this one off with Oshidashi push-out win. I thought he looked really different here, Daesho. He was trying to get into the body. He was trying to control his opponent's movements and he wasn't doing the kind of wild slap thing. I think he totally changed his sumo up. I think you've nailed it there. There was a sense of control from him. Um, this is a great sign. We're big Daesho fans. Yeah, what if he's trying to diversify? And I mean, he wasn't finding wins. He made it all the way up and mm. to Sekiwake, and he totally failed from there. His sumo, he won the, the Yusho, Yusho, and yeah. then he's like, people started to suss him out. This was fast, though. It was still it fast. It still had yeah. a bit of, it had a sense of controlled chaos, and I think mm. that's where he does his best work. So great start for him against Tishoma today. Tamawashi came up next against Kodnawaka. That was this was one I was very hyped for. Big sumo vibes. And it was Tamawashi who triumphed with a comprehensive move low into Kodnawaka's body. He aimed the hands at the face. He dealt well with Kodnawaka's charge and his underhanded belt grip. He never stopped the forward movement, Tamawashi. He landed his own grip and he was able to take Kodnawaka out Yorikiri. I yeah, really enjoyed this. I, I wondered whether that uh uh, belt grip from Kodnawaka. I, I feel like he persisted with that too long. Mm -hmm. You're right. It was a great grip. He could do work with that, but I think there was a point where he needed to reassess, let go, try to do something else because he was still holding on to that as Tamawashi had him all the way up on the bales. I think he might've expected maybe this to be a little bit easier. Maybe he was riding high on his July results, but he had been beaten by Tamawashi before in July on day four. So maybe he should have been a little bit more careful with Who his is, attack. Who's going out there underestimating Tamawashi? He is a <laughs> yeah, champion. Good call. Good call. Such a great competitor and a great way for him to start this basho. Tamawashi is one and zero. Well, let's move in to the Sanyaku ranks now. We have Komasubi Takayasu up against Wakataka Kage. There was a big mata here from Takayasu. He charged forward. I like it. I like what I see here, an aggressive Takayasu. Mm -hmm. They reset. Takayasu really took his time, made Wakataka Kage wait. When they get going, it was a very solid touchy eye from both. They crashed into each other, but it was Wakataka Kage who emerged with a solid grip on the back of Takayasu's belt. From there, he just marched Takayasu back. This was strange. Yeah, well, Wakataka Kage, he looked so determined. He literally crumbled Takayasu to the ground. He had nowhere to go, Takayasu. And the, the plum red Mawashi did nothing for him today. I wonder whether it was a lot of Wakataka Kage's vibe today. Just terrible time in July. Came back with a new mindset ready to go up against Takayasu. He was not prepared to have a defeat today. Absolutely. And we were saying while we were watching this, Wakataka Kage doesn't have a lot to lose now. Yeah. He's been up there. He's come back down. Just go out there and enjoy sumo. And he did that today, picking up the win against Takayasu. Kirabiyama up against Shin Sekiwake. Meisei. Meisei was his usual active self, maybe a little bit too active and keen. You can understand that from the new Sekiwake, although... He got on the belt of Kirabayama early. He darted and he moved around to try to escape the grip that Kirabayama himself had. And it instead led to a little bit of a, a strange fall. It was given as a Harikikomi slapdown win for Kirabayama, but it was almost Meisei yeah. leading himself to his own defeat. The, the replay showed that Kirabayama did get a touch on Meisei as he went down, but really it was the Meisei's feet uh, going out from under him there. Meisei. 
New Sekiwake, he's had seven Kachikoshi in a row leading mm-hmm. up to this Basho. I feel like he's flown under the radar a bit for me. Yeah, well, he, you were talking before about Daesho needing to find that or perhaps looking for that chaotic energy. That, to me, is Meisei. And so I think that sometimes it works so well for him and we see these astounding results like last time and then sometimes it's a little bit wishy-washy and, and he's a little bit too keen, perhaps like someone like Hokuto Fuji as well. Yeah. Um, yes, I would compare their style, absolutely. Yeah. Kirabiyama impressed me today with yep. just his uh, calmness and control. Yep, yep. He great. does tend to bring that into a bout. Absolutely. And and great to see from such a young Rikishi as well. Great way for him to start this basho. Next up, we had Sekiwake Mitakumi against Takanosho. Takanosho at Magishira 1 looking to get back into the Sanyaku ranks. Mitakumi had the way better touchy eye here. He looked awesome. Takanosho fought hard to get his feet under him and stabilize, but Mitakumi was all over him and he worked him back and over the bales. Comprehensive win for Mitakumi. It was. He was on the attack and for some reason Takanosho didn't have anything in defense, which is a real surprise. Now I'm going to stop us here because I've been through this too many times. Mitakumi, day one, yeah, does really well. I can see the entrance to the vortex. I can see it and I want to go in. It's spiraling. Should I wait? I'm going to step in a little bit. Well, because I did predict Mitakumi to win. Stick a toe in. <laughs> um, it's he looked great... strong though, didn't he? He did. He looked really, really good. And when he fights like this, he looks unstoppable. We have most definitely been here before. I'm in, I'm in the vortex. <laughs> I'm in <laughs> You're it. kidding. <laughs> well, you called... The surprise Mitakumi you showed, well, so he was, who knows? He was my wild card. Eventually, eventually, he'll, he'll do well again. Not great from Takanosho, we should uh, say. That's, I mean, it's more of a worry for him, perhaps. I don't, I don't, I don't want to get too uh, involved in that discussion on day one. Mitakumi was just too good today. Hello, Yuki. Yuki at the door. You're not coming in because we're doing a podcast. Hokuto Fuji <laughs> came up next against Takakesho and we finally get to see how the Kataban Ozeki will perform. There was a mutter from Hokuto Fuji. He went down very early as usual and Takakesho made him wait so long that he stood up. They went down again and Takakesho came at Hokuto Fuji's body with the pushes, but they didn't really do anything. He wasn't able to in, even get them off, really. And Hokuto Fuji was stable. He activated himself and used his own well-placed pushes to spin Takakesho around and push him out. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So that is what we call here at Sumo Manichi. It's not an official term. The Ginboshi for Hokuto Fuji. So usually Kinboshi is when a uh, Yokozuna gets beaten by a rank and filer. That's official. That's official. But we think that somebody who beats an Ozeki needs a term, so we call it Ginboshi. And that's one of those for Hokuto Fuji. He looked so good today. His thrusts were on point. And it's not something you associate with Hokuto Fuji, his very accurate and powerful thrusts. He normally throws himself at his, his opponent and works it out as he goes along. But he just stopped Takakesho in his tracks today. Yeah, I thought it was pretty worrying sign for Takakesho because he, he didn't go out with no, his usual. That's right. Um, maybe make... we can start calling his pushes Bushozan style. Oh, <laughs> he didn't geez. go out with his usual Bushozan pushes. Wow. Yeah. Bushozan was more Takakesho today than Takakesho was. It's just very hard to draw conclusions given that we've heard and seen so little from Takakesho mm. uh, from the last Basho. 
it's very hard to say what we saw today. What does that mean? Yep. I think tomorrow will be the day where we can make extravagant conclusions. Yeah, we love to do that on day two. Hey, don't do it on day one. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Do it on day two. Totally. That's how we (laughs) like it here at Sumo Manichi. Ozeki Shodai up against Hoshoryu. Hoshoryu, he's a genius. Accepted into Mensa, doing his doctorate in Sumo, coursework, Akibasho. Shodai, I've got to say, he looked amazing out of the touchy eye, which is not something we associate with Shodai. Yeah, it wasn't bad, was it? It was really, really good. He moved Hoshoryu back and he looked to be on top. Hoshoryu, though, slammed the brakes on, jammed his foot against the Tawara, then launched a counterattack that left Shodai reeling. Hoshoryu, he was all over Shodai here, forced him back, and then pushed high on Shodai's body. Shodai just had to step out over the bales. Amazing sumo from Hoshoryu. Yeah, he really out-Shodai'd Shodai with that, that move on the bales, the anchoring and the coming back. What a recovery. And so that means that he too gets a gimboshi. He had an interview along with Hokuto Fuji. They both were very quick with their interviews. It's day one. You don't need to say too much there. You're just like, yep, we're all here <laughs> and I've had a win. I'm happy about it. But yeah, great news for Hoshoryu at Magashira, one that's sure to give him a bucket load of confidence. Yes, and no uh, no text message from old uncle Asashori. Yeah, which is tonight. what we've established that you want. You want zero contact. <laughs> Go no contact with old mate uncle Asashori and you're doing well. Look, we, we've been critical of Shodai uh, recently. It, it's a pity that today, given his touch, was so good that he mm. couldn't get the win. Yeah. Because I think this is the sumo he needs to do. Yeah. And, well, maybe he doesn't need to do it. Maybe he shouldn't do that kind of touchy eye. Yeah, maybe eye. the wacky touchy eye is Just the it... wait and yeah. <laughs> work it out when you're back on the bales. Well, for him too, day two will be crucial. Um, two Ozeki, well, the two Ozeki beaten on day one. And, well, short eye isn't Karuban. No. But Takakesho is. Yep. The final bout of the day, one that everyone was very much looking forward to, Komasubi Ichinojo up against Yokozuna, Terana Fuji and... It was over pretty quickly. Terunofuji <laughs> slapped his left hand on the front of Ichinojo's Mawashi. It's a position he loves. He knows it. He drove back well and accepted a massive stack of drink cards. Ichinojo out. Terunofuji with a win. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone really thought that Ichinojo had a hope today. Yeah. Come on. You kind of kept saying that this wasn't a thing before. It wasn't a thing. Yeah. It was never a thing. Um. Speaking of getting ahead of ourselves, yep. I'm going to do it now. Okay. So, I mean, obviously the performance today against Ichinojo was great. And I started to think, who's going to beat Terunofuji? Mm-hmm. So let's look at who has beaten Terunofuji this year. So he lost one bout in July, and that was to Hakuho. In May, he lost to three people, Miyogiryu, Endo, and Takakesho. Okay. In March, he lost to three people. Onosho, Takayasu, and Shimonoumi. And then back in January, he lost to four people. Onosho again, Takayasu again, Daisho, and Takanosho. Okay. So there are people who can jag one against him, but I wonder if they can do that this time. Yeah, well, talking about some of those guys, Takayasu, possibly not. Takakesho, I mean, we're not judging him on day one, but possibly not. Possibly. It's... In my mind, it's more likely to be, well, let's look at our day, day yeah, two matchups, but somebody like Shimano Umi or somebody like Onosho who does something unexpected. Tomorrow, 
Shin Yokozuna Terunofuji comes up against Hoshoryu. Or someone like Hoshoryu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for it. They've met three times before. Terunofuji has won all three meetings. Yeah. I, I mean, he could do it. He probably won't, but I think this is about data collection. That's where he's at in his doctorate. He's gathering data. Yeah, I can't work out if it's good for him to come into this with confidence or or desperate because now with this win over Short Eye, I think he'll be coming in with confidence. Mm. And sometimes that can be a bit of a detriment. You know, you can go out too hard kind of Mace style or or just lose it a little bit with your enthusiasm. I'm not sure Hoshoryu is like that though. No, he's not. I don't think he is. I think he's got a very level head on his shoulders. Yeah. But even still, he's 22. It was, he's turned 22? I think so. 21, 22. Coming up against the greatest in this basho right now, Terunofuji, uh, I think it'll be a cracker. Looking down the card, we have Kirubiyama up against Takakesho. That is a big challenge mm. for Takakesho tomorrow. Yep. yep. Shodai comes up against old mate Takiyasu. They've met 22 times in the past, Shodai taking 13 of those, which is a bit surprising to me. That, that it's that equal. Well, that Takiyasu has only won nine of those meetings, uh. Uh, given Shodai's uh, checkered past. Takanosho takes on Meisei. Mitakumi goes against Hokuto Fuji. I love seeing these two go against each other. It will be a fast and aggressive bout. And the other Komasubi we have Ichinojo up against Wakataka Kage. I think Takanosho and Meisei might be close to my bout of the day. Well, Hoshori and Terunofuji for sure. But yeah, Takanosho and Meisei, really looking forward to that. And we'll bring you that action on day two. Thanks for being with us for all of our day one coverage. Uh, I'm Amy. I'm here with Dave. We're Sumo Mainichi and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Yeah.